there, welcome to the first, the inaugural episode of Crypto Kool-Aid. Come drink at the tit with us. It's Jack and Tom here. Um, so this is our inaugural episode. We're very excited. We're firstly just going to introduce ourselves, say a little bit about why we're here, why we're doing this. So, you know, let's start it off. Tom, do you want to let me know who you are, what your, what your interests are? Sure. So I'm Tom. Uh, I've been into crypto for a long time now. Um, I first bought it in 2014, 2015, and immediately used it to buy things. Uh, didn't keep any of it. I FOMO'd in uh, in December of 2017 and got burnt, sold in, in February of 2018. I think that, that would be a pretty common story for a lot of listeners. Uh, some listeners are going to FOMO in during this cycle, and to you I say welcome. Um, by day, I'm a... Uh, a financial planner. I want to make it very clear that none of what I talk about in this podcast is financial advice. This is just two mates talking some absolute rubbish uh, as we figure out crypto. I've been invested in crypto seriously for about a year now, and that seems like a long time in the, the crypto space, but I also know that I've got so much to learn. Jack, what about you? Yeah, well, you speak about having a lot to learn. I am blissfully ignorant of everything. Everything that I know about crypto, which is, you know, a, a very small parcel, is gleamed from the insights of this man sitting next to me, Tom. I'm a journalist by trade and not in the financial sector. So, I, yeah, my, my knowledge is, is minuscule. I'm basically here... So Tom has a sounding board and you don't get sick of his voice, to be totally honest. We're really selling this quite well, aren't we? Listen to us. We know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you actually do. Tom's been quite modest. He knows quite a lot. There's, yeah, there's a lot in that noggin of yours, mate. Well, let's let's put that to the test. Why don't we tell our listeners what we're invested in Mm -hmm. so that you know whether we're shilling some absolute shit? Absolutely. And, and also you'll be able to, to listen to this in maybe a year's time and see how we did. It might have been absolute rubbish. I don't, I don't think so, but, you know. How wrong we were. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you invested in, Jack? And this is all on your advice. So I'm invested in Bitcoin, Ether, and Chainlink. And these are, we're talking small numbers. I, again, am a journalist, so I get paid pretty atrociously. So there's not a lot of money to play around with. I've got a little bit of Bitcoin, got a little bit more Chainlink, and then I've got, yeah, again, a small amount of of Ether as well. And that's all been brought in, I think, about the last seven or eight months. More recently, I've started to up my game a little bit. I think I started with a couple of hundred dollars into Bitcoin just because Tom kept on spruiking it to me. Uh, It was the only way to shut him up. But I've started to... Started to pay a bit more attention and I'm trying to learn as I go. What about you, Tom? Yeah, so I I started with Bitcoin when I when I was getting into it last year, 2020. I, I felt that it was the the lowest risk adjusted return that you, you could get in the, the crypto space. And then I then I've done some reading. Uh, currently I hold no Bitcoin. Uh, I'm invested none. I'm invested in Ethereum, Cardano, Chainlink, The Graph, and Rook. I'm excited to get some some of your comments on Rook in a later <laughs> podcast. But yeah, I, I find it fascinating that you've got no Bitcoin when that's sort of you know what really started all of this 
for us was was you being excited about Bitcoin as you know the next the next gold. But yeah, let's sort of talk about you know what we've what we've got to come in in coming episodes. Mm. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Well, I've been listening to a lot of uh, commentary, watching a lot of YouTube videos, reading a lot in the crypto space and to be to be perfectly honest if you're coming here for technical analysis or price analysis to the wrong place (laughs) you are you are listening to the wrong men we we are not going to be able to help your portfolio grow that's (laughs) that's not us we're here to understand the crypto world a little better and to help connect people who aren't in the crypto world with it this this has come about i think because there are a lot of people most people in fact who are not engaged with cryptocurrency and they don't engage with crypto because there are some sort of mental barriers that they put up to wanting to to understand it and we want to engage with those people we want to help you understand what crypto is about and, and why and, it's not a flash in the pan yeah exactly it's it is interesting that uh you know you sort of you go through a newspaper at the moment and you know we're, we're in australia here the the last sort of maybe two or three months i guess yeah about two months i would say there's been a bit more of a proliferation of news on on bitcoin especially and then even you know ethereum started to started to make the news here as well prior prior to that there was absolutely nothing but even what there is currently is at such a superficial level that that you know how could the common punter know anything in, or engage you know if if you if you're just you know getting your news from from the general news sources there's there's very little to learn about it that isn't going to leave you skeptical yeah i remember re, uh, checking the abc the australian broadcasting corporation uh, its website in december of 2020 and just having a look for bitcoin and the only references to Bitcoin in, in its articles after January of 2018 to December 2020 were about scams that had occurred within or using Bitcoin. And it occurred to me that the, the level of knowledge that the average person could possibly have from news sources that they would ordinarily get news from is terrible obviously there's so much news about bitcoin and cryptocurrency if you go looking for it but even then filtering out the noise from the signal Mm. it takes a lot and you know i as a bit of a news hound myself like i would have absolutely no no idea where to begin you know what what are the legitimate sources that you would go to for information you know i'd i'd get most information from twitter i imagine you'd probably know a bit more about where to go yourself but yeah like i mean AFR, the financial financial review over here, has some information, but again, you know, it's all very superficial level, and it's you know, interviews with blokes that are CEOs, sixty, seventy years old, that have started to see the light of why Bitcoin could be could be a thing all of a sudden, um, because you know, it's it's had this massive amount of growth over the last couple of months here. Mm, yeah, I'm I'm constantly on Twitter for um, for news. Actually, it's been interesting this week astrology twitter discovered crypto twitter through the what a match made in heaven <laughs> the... what a pairing <laughs> well i mean it, it's an an interesting story those are two niches <laughs> they are very very niche parts of uh of twitter but it was it was interesting to see how astrology twitter came after one of their own an astrologer who had started to do 
predictions for the the crypto market and they i mean she she did the wrong thing she stole material and passed it off as her own and she did an apology video for it this week that was not enough for astrology twitter i really don't want to get into my personal opinions on on the matter but it was this person is a thief (laughs) i mean yeah yeah she she stole one I, I don't think you would have needed to be an astrologer to work out how that was going to end. So the the astrologers uh, essentially wrote off crypto Twitter as being alt-right uh, libertarian bros. And I can't help but think that they're not wrong to think that. I mean, it's not it's not that way. It, crypto, hashtag not all crypto bros, you know. Um, can we not be starting hashtags this early on in the piece <laughs> okay okay we'll, we'll take that out no well, that's that's in that's there for good i'm sorry <laughs> if you want to embarrass yourself with terrible hashtags please feel free okay all right well carry on hashtag not all podcasters oh god <laughs> it's getting worse they 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 wrote off the crypto twitter as being alt-right they're not wrong to do so because that's how crypto twitter presents but we want to help separate crypto from its main base. They are two separate things. You can be a communist and use Ethereum. You could be a proud boy and use Ethereum. You could just be a regular shop owner and use Ethereum. Well, hopefully there's not a lot of proud boys listening in. Yeah, fuck proud boys. As an outsider looking in, one thing I definitely one yeah, one thing I definitely think is that it is a bit of a frat pack. And that that is unsettling and sort of disconcerting. You don't exactly want to associate with the group, so you you cast aside the whole of crypto as a result of that. So yeah, I guess that's one thing we're going to sort of look at understanding ourselves. And hopefully, you know, if you carry on with us, you might be able to you know, get that sort of understanding as well. Mm. So I think we should tell people what they are in for for the next few episodes it's gonna be a long slog (laughs) (laughs) hopefully it gets better from here no it will yeah what what are we in for lay it lay it on us all right so where we'll start is with DeFi, decentralized finance it's it's probably better for us to start there rather than with bitcoin or something very basic because a lot of a lot of listeners will have a passing interest in cryptocurrency and i think it's better to start with what the most interesting thing going on, in my opinion, in cryptocurrency is. And that's DeFi. That is DeFi. Uh, what what that means for the, the future. And talking a bit about why it's probably wrong to even refer to cryptocurrency as cryptocurrency. If you're not familiar with it and you just think, oh, it's, it's a currency, it's a replacement for US dollars or Australian dollars, you're immediately behind. You, you're immediately not talking about what everyone else is, is talking about. So DeFi is where we'll, where we'll start. Then we'll have a, a look at the community of crypto. Where did crypto land in terms of the cultural landscape? How has it spread from there? How has it been influenced from 4chan's biz to Reddit to crypto Twitter? To and foreign world. All of, all of the other myriad ways in which people have come together to shape themselves and, and shape the world uh, with, with crypto. We will jump back to a history of Bitcoin, even though we won't start there. It is important to have an understanding of where Bitcoin came from, 
what its predecessors were what makes it special why it is why it's still around and why we're where we are right now yeah i think that'll be the episode that i talk about why i am personally not invested in it by then you might be it's it's to say entirely possible i would invest in it if it made sense for me at the time We'll also go through a little bit of a comparison with other bubbles that have existed. Um, you know, the dot-com bubble, like that's the really common comparison that's made at the moment and, you know, for obvious reasons. So we'll sort of, you know, go into a little bit of detail on, on why that why that comparison is constantly made. Other episodes will probably deal with, well, you mentioned the psychological barriers to, to wanting to understand. Do you want to explain that one to me? Yeah, Anyone who is listening who is into crypto and has tried to explain it to someone else, you know that you've had a hard time doing it. And it seems as though people who aren't into crypto are sort of walled off from wanting to understand it. I don't think that that's an individual problem that they have. You see this meme going around all the time from these smug assholes who say that cryptocurrency is an iq test yeah um see this is this is why it's so off-putting to so many people yeah it it is it is off-putting um there's a there's a certain level of smugness that that comes with it Mm. um and the layperson like myself who would never have gotten into crypto if i didn't live with a financial planner sees see something like that and you know you you create these schema and you associate crypto with that smugness and you think i don't want a part of this i do not want a part of this no thank you yeah you you write off the entire thing um it's not just about the the community though there's an element that just as people we we don't want to understand something new that's that's just a really common phenomena among a whole range of, of different different aspects of life. So I think we'll talk a, a bit about that in that episode and, and just get to grips with why people don't want to understand what's going on in here. And the, the reverse of that, why people do want to understand it at exactly the wrong time. Why people FOMO in, they invest mm. fear of missing out, if you're not familiar with FOMO. Why they invest at the top of a bubble and then wonder what the hell happened. Well, yes, the uh, the news media has a lot to a lot of the blame for for that. I would imagine just because you know, oh, Bitcoin reached a peak. Reading the newspaper, wow, better get involved. There, there is a, a related sort of phenomena to not wanting to understand cryptocurrency, and that's when you when you are in crypto. I think there's a, a very common very common phenomena when you let yourself get pulled into the crypto world and there's this period of time when you're not sure why you're there but it's very exciting and you're invested and you feel like you're into a cult because you're (laughs) you're investing all of this money you don't fully understand it you know that there's a risk that it could all go terribly wrong for you but you're still reassured by the community all around you and you just... You've got your Twitter shawarma that's telling you what to do. Yeah, you enter the hug box and you just hope for the best. Yeah, I, that's going to be a fascinating episode, you know, not to toot our horns too hard, but I think I think the cult mentality is, is another part of why people can be off-put by crypto, DeFi, if we're going to call it that, for the remainder. 
to the extent that you know you you watch something like Wild Wild Country and you think, oh, these people are just creepy and have no independence. It's... And I, I, I want to make it I want to make it really clear to to the people who who are in this world with us. We know it's not a cult. We know exactly why you're invested in it because we're invested in it. We're not trying to say that anything negative about this. What we're trying to do is to get to the bottom of how we can introduce people into crypto and why they don't necessarily want to get into it. This isn't about what actually exists under the hood. This is about what the surface of it is. Yeah, that's uh, very diplomatically put. I'm sure you've put a lot of minds at ease there. <laughs> uh, we'll also we'll also be discussing some of the more nefarious uses for crypto and why that's been another another thing to put people offside. There, there was definitely a period there where Bitcoin and the dark web were sort of you know almost used interchangeably as as terms and and so, you know that stigma has probably evolved or reduced to quite an extent but it definitely existed and there was reasons for it uh, we'll also have some great guests on as well so yeah to wrap it up put it in a nutshell that's that's sort of what we've got to look forward to crypto kool-aid this is episode one tom do you have any closing remarks that you'd like to put out there into the ether <laughs> yeah you see what i did there <laughs> shit puns too yeah come come for it all no i i think that we're going to go on this journey along with our our listeners so uh, this is a learning process for everyone. Yeah, we we are not experts. We we know a bit about this. We're invested in this. But some of us are financial planners. Some of us are not. None of this is financial advice. None. Do not do not hey, take financial don't, advice. Don't put words into my mouth. I might be giving financial advice. Don't listen to it. Yeah. Um, unless unless you're paying me for financial advice, none of what I tell you is financial advice. That's. Uh, that's where I stand with but it. Why am I here? <laughs> Look, you pay for, for my financial advice. That's true. That's true. All right, everybody, wrapping up. Thanks for listening. Bye.